This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. The X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio Show or endorsed in any manner by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, the Exxon Broadcast Network, its affiliated networks, stations, employees, or advertisers. Radio. To the X Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. And welcome back to the X Zone, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell, and for the next three to four hours, I am your host. I am your guide as together we cross the time space continuum to this place that I call the X Zone. The X-Zone is a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. It's a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. And the X-Zone comes to you Monday through Friday right here on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, Talkstar Radio Network, Wi-Fi Digital Broadcast Network, Sirius Digital Broadcast Network, and of course on Radio X. If you'd like to send me an email, exxon at exxonradiotv.com on all social media sites, exxonradiotv, as well as xzbn.net and TV. My guest this hour, Exxon Nation, is David Barker, and uh, we're going to be talking to David on a number of different topics concerning the paranormal, things that go bump in the night, and who knows what else. A little bit about David, well, you know... Uh, he's a retired English software engineer, house husband, and researcher who lives in Germany with two children. He is a paranormal researcher who is in the process of compiling the evidence and writing a scientific research book on the paranormal. The book will be based on a new term that he calls parascience. This is an evidence-based work on scientific principles of observation and study. The principle is that is that which is constant must be true. Joining me now from Germany is David Barker. And David, welcome to the X Zone. Right, thank you very much, uh, Rob. It's great to be here, and I'm looking forward to an enlightening and hopefully an edifying conversation with you, and perhaps um, with our guest as well. All right. I was wondering if you could tell me where your interest in the paranormal originates from. Um, it goes back to at school. I was um, one of the very few students, of, if only the, the only student who was involved in reading books on UFOs. Uh, after school, uh, when after uh, after school, mm-hmm. I I sort of um, and I got I got involved uh, with my first wife, if, if for the want of a better word, my common law wife. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I found myself in a library, a reference library, and I found, I read a work um, written by a professor of philosophy, and he had investigated uh, the UFO phenomenon with a number of friends of his who, who also were in the scientific field, or fields, right. rather, and they compiled a, a reference book which was very big and it was very exhaustive into the UFO phenomenon. Um, after that, that was in the 1990s, I think um, after that I got married and I moved to Germany and I decided to look into the UFO phenomenon again because mm-hmm. there were, I, I found or realized that there were far too many uh, questions uh, than answers. 
And I believe now that I've managed to get to the real, what's the word, get to the real gist of what's actually going on. It was a very difficult and fraught study. Uh, and, uh, you know, and there are a lot of, should I say, there are a lot of rabbit holes going in false yeah. directions. But um, eventually, I believe, I've found, I, I've, been, I've begun to make a lot of progress and find a lot of answers. And I'm hopefully, uh, you and your audience will see things the same way. Well, this is what this show is all about, looking at things, getting as many people to come to the table with their stories, with their experiences. And I look at it as this show is the biggest table for jigsaw puzzle workers anywhere found, because I believe everyone has a piece of the jigsaw puzzle to every mystery in life in their pocket. And this show brings them together from all over the world to work on this massive jigsaw puzzle. Because if you're not part of the solution, you're part of the problem. David, you and I have to take our first break. And I do thank you so much for coming on the show, Exxon Nation. Our guest this hour is David Barker. And we're talking to David from Germany this hour. And if you'd like to send uh, me any in email, your comments, your suggestions, the email hasn't changed in 26 years. Exone at exoneradiotv.com. And David Barker and I will be back on the other side as we continue investigating the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology right here in the Exxon from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember, 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. I am Dr. Carl O'Helvey, founder, president of a new cancer foundation focusing on evidence-based physical, mental, and spiritual interventions, including natural cancer cures, prayer, meditation, affirmations, nutrition, and other related holistic cancer prevention and cure modalities. These are used in cancer education, research, and financing care. I ask for your help to continue this important work by donating at www.holisticcancerfoundation.com. Hello, I'm Pete Marsh. With my daughter Justina, we will be presenting the new radio show, Too Good to Be True. If something seems too good to be true, it usually is. But with the help of Justina's amazing gifts, we're going to gain insight into questions that don't yet have complete answers. Have you wondered who built Stonehenge and for what reason? 
Wire crop circles found in the same region as Stonehenge and elsewhere. Are crop circles a hoax or are they created with technologies that we have little knowledge of? Who built the pyramids in Egypt and also in other countries? How and why were they built? Was the Titanic switched with the Britannic as part of a gigantic insurance fraud or for more insidious reasons? What caused the Tunguska event when trees were flattened over an 800 square mile area in Siberia? Will the new insights be too good to be true? Well, that will depend on what you are prepared to believe. Please join us as we start on this journey together. For more information on Too Good To Be True, visit www.xzbn.net. Little children aren't the only ones afraid of the dark. Millions of soldiers return from war zones with PTSD, anger, frustration, fear, and loneliness, much of which surfaces during the darkness of the night. You have the chance to change the lives of these American heroes. Songs and Stories for Soldiers.us provides free MP3 players for these men and women. With a list of 3 million songs in 16 different styles, 100,000 audiobooks, and 30,000 old-time radio programs, every veteran can find something to soothe and comfort them at no cost. All our players contain an 8-hour audio program designed to help veterans fall asleep. With 1,500-plus vets now participating, it's our goal to deliver 10,000 audio players this year. Go to our website at songsandstoriesforsoldiers.us. Help us help a veteran make it through the night. Welcome back, everyone. David Barker is our special guest, and uh, we're talking to, to David about his... His new term that he uses for investigating what we talk about here in the Exxon, it's called parascience. Uh, David, what is the truth, in your opinion, behind alien abductions? And, you know, what are the facts that are being deliberately suppressed by book publishers and victims? Um, hello, Rob. Um, uh, that's a very interesting question, and it's a que- it's an answer. I, I believe I have answers that which most people will not like to hear, unfortunately. And uh, the, the, the difficulty is, is trying to get people to accept that what I'm saying is, is actually valid. Um, but as I said to you before, um, I, you know, I have a theory, which is, um, mm-hmm. I have a, rather, I have a saying, which is that which is consistent must be true. And yep. unfortunately, um, the, the, the problem is... Um, the the nature of the phenomenon is actually demonic and i found that to be consistent all the way through mm-hmm. and the problem is a lot of book publishers don't want the public to be made aware that we actually already know what sort of entities are involved in the phenomenon and another problem i i've being consistently seen is that what book publishers are also suppressing is that these demonic entities they use a, a, a methodology called the Stockholm syndrome with their victims. Okay, yeah. And so and so once they get a person involved in the abduction phenomenon. Um, they use the Stockholm syndrome in order to recruit the persons, or get the person to cooperate with them to a, a a specific end, so that they are completely compliant with them in any whim to which they may have engineered for that particular person. It's a it goes a lot more deeper than that as well. It it also goes into uh, why these entities use medical practices on their victims on each encounter and and also um, another difficulty that i've noticed is that um a lot of victims also are in some point involved either in the occult or in esoteric practices. Mm. And the reason why I say this is to you is because what I'm what I, my statement is not new. 
the American government knew about this in, nine, in the 1950s, and they actually produced a video about how they found it was consistent that all abductees of the alien phenomenon were involved in um, Masonic practices, uh, esoteric um, groups, and in, and in some instances they were also involved in some form of the occult. And so, so what I'm saying is not new, okay. and that it's just I found it astounding that the American government was already aware of this as far back as in the 1950s. Let me and ask you. Something... Let me ask you something here, David. Yes. The abduction cases that I, that I've heard about, and the abductees that I've talked to over the many years, say that. There is a craft that is involved, uh, a UFO that they are teleported to or they are walked to. Um, what is the connection then with a demonic entity and a UFO? Okay. Hmm. There are many ways of answering the question. And for my way of looking mm -hmm. at, my way of answering would be to suggest to you that if you look at the history of UFO abductions from since the time they became public, which was after the, f the most famous film of all, The War of the Worlds, and I believe that came out in the 1930s or mm -hmm. 40s, um, you will notice that the initial uh, contactees, that is the UFO contactees that people uh, had experiences with were hum humanoid. They were the Nordics. Sure. And as you go through the decades, you mm -hmm. find that the humanoid figures begin to devolve downwards to more, uh, s s more satanic, more creature-like entities. Like, you, the, like, and, the, like the reptilians that David Icke talks about? Um, uh, and, and that too, yeah, okay. as well. Not in all not in all cases, it's usually very rare, but mm -hmm. mainly the greys yeah. in particular. The greys or the various types of phylum of the greys or different types of species within, subspecies within the greys sections. But there are also other types. And, and the real key to it too, and it's a very difficult one to see clearly at first, is that there are also other entities involved. And that was the, that's the real clincher. Mm. and um, entities from other dimensions as well. And that really should tell us all that we're all dealing with the same type of uh, demonic phenomenon. And I, I apologize for using those terms. No, and I know it's very not. hard on our senses, but it's unfortunately I found it to be profoundly true. Well, I like and the truth. I like the truth. And uh, you don't have to apologize for using any word here, sir. Yeah. Yeah, again, my, my, my research was very difficult. It, it, it was very fraught, and I didn't come to the answers very easily. And, you know, I was more than open-minded to accept that there may be other life forms out there who are perhaps benign and interested in our way of life. But unfortunately, I found it to be completely contrary to what is being promoted by the book publishers. Uh, they are um, they are overwhelmingly malign, even the humanoid Nordic ones. Mm. And and I would suggest to people that when the humanoid Nordics are used, um, it's a sort of a good cop bad cop system, which we are more than familiar with in our films. And these entities they all work together for the same goal. Okay, where do these these demonic entities who people have misidentified as extraterrestrials come from? And what do they want with humans? Well, I'm, not, I'm going to, again, I, forgive me for apologizing again. Mm -hmm. um, um, they are not, it's a very complex issue. Okay. And they have not necessarily been misidentified. And one of the complexities that we mm -hmm. humans have to be willing to be open-minded about is that there are 
other life forms outside our solar system. But, and the big but is, is that they were, and I'm going to, they were created by the demonic forces uh, or the, the demonic entities that we sometimes call the greys and, uh, and other and, and other, other multi-dimensional intelligentsia. So it's a very complex subject. So you've got these, um, you've got these other life forms which would be created on other solar systems by these entities, and you've got hybrids between the two as well, as the same, the same with them as it is with us. So you've got hybrids between man and these demonic entities, and you've got hybrids between the demonic entities and the new life forms to some to, which they've created as well. It's not always true, but it's mostly true. So why are they why are, why are they abducting humans? Mm. Generally speaking, it's a, again it's a very complex subject, but. If we go back to the beginning, from what I understand, in Genesis, mm -hmm. and we know that there was the Nephilim which yep. roamed the earth. Well, I, I'm going to, I would so strongly suggest to you and to your audience that we humans have been aware of all the myths of the existence of uh, mermaids and giants and perhaps other creatures too, creatures which we know to be hybrids hybrids between man and mm -hmm. animal or man and fallen angel. Yes. And so, um, but the deeper that one goes into researching into those subjects, you find that these demonic entities did not stop at making hybrids be between themselves and us, but they did so, they did all forms of hybridization or corruption between one type of creature to another until you get to the final apex, which is they even went as far as making hybrids between themselves as well. And so, and I think the purpose is, this. one of the major purposes seems to be one of the, the, the blending or the corruption between a distinction between creature and intelligentsia or demon and, demon and man. But the the other the other thing seems to be that it could be that they're trying to take action which could help them to escape the judgment of God in some way. And I apologize for yeah. using that statement. Like no, that, it's, 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 like I said, there's nothing to apologize. We've said that many times here before. That you know, uh, are the Nephilim the 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 extraterrestrials of yesteryear that uh, you know that we we are seeing in today's society um and is this in your opinion the ongoing battle between god and the demonic forces um unfortunately it is okay and a lot of, this is one of the major problems that i keep seeing quite this is this, this is another fact, a major fact which doesn't really come out from the book publishers, and they mm -hmm. seem to hide it from the victims and the book publishers. Is that they don't the victims are part of that battle because the experiments which are carried out on them is usually done to the the experiments are always centered around sexual reproduction, and you have to ask why, and it's 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 part of that program in order so that these entities can continue to propagate the existence of hybrids um, who are specifically purposed to be, in one sense, an army mm -hmm. um, or a host that can wage war against what we know as uh, the existence of God uh, and his angels. All right, stand by, please, David. You and I have to take our news break at the bottom of the hour. Exonation, David Barker is our special guest this hour. And we're talking about, 
Well, I see we've talked about alien abductions, the connection between good and evil, the ongoing fight between God and demonic forces. And when we come back, we're going to talk more about this. And I'd like to hear more about the experiments that are being used and the medical examinations that are being used in abduction uh, scenarios. This is the Exxon. I am Rob McConnell. We're coming to you around the world from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Send me your emails. I love getting your emails. And uh, the email address is exxon at xzoneradiotv.com. Don't go away. We'll be back after the news. are our personal gateways into infinite wisdom. Don't miss Shamanic Counselor and Indigenously Trained Dream Decoder Sandra Corcoran's inspiring book, Shamanic Awakening Between the Dark and the Daylight. This remarkable work chronicles Sandra's 35 years of experience with diverse wisdom keepers and her initiations throughout the Americas and across the British Isles, Turkey, Greece, and Egypt. Sandy's knowledge of symbology, psychology, and myth influenced her dream blog and workshops. Sandy offers private tarot readings, international journeys, a meditative CD, as well as her book, Shamanic Awakening, to encourage you as you navigate this earthwalk, creating a deeper connection to yourself and all that is. Find this and more at Sandy's website, StarwalkerVisions.com. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. How would you like to be able to read other people's minds? Well, the next best thing is here. When you know how to read a person's name, you know how the person thinks, feels, and behaves. Each letter in our name holds a key to unlock our true essence. Our name contains both our gifts and challenges in this lifetime. Nemology science discovers personality secrets hidden in the placement of the letters of our names, including the first and last impression people remember about us. Sharon shows us how to interpret the arrangement of letters as outlined in her book, Know the Name, Know the Person. Sharon Lynn Wyeth created Nemology Science after 18 years of research and testing her theories and has supported thousands of people around the world in understanding themselves and others better. You'll enjoy Sharon's unique teachings as she shares her system to learn the gifts behind your given birth name. Even if you don't like your birth name, there are jewels in this book. If you're thinking of changing your name, ready to name your child, or wanting to get along better with others, this is the book for you. If you'd like to improve your relationships and change your life for the better, get the book today, Know the Name, Know the Person, or visit www.knowthename.com. That's www.knowthename.com. Hello, I'm Justina Marsh, and with my dad, Pete, we are going to present a new show called Too Good to Be True. Together, we are aiming to discover more truths about this world and beyond. Do you have unanswered questions about the world? Do you ever wonder about aliens, conspiracy theories, or the universe? There are many shows discussing subjects such as pyramids or UFOs, but we want to relay this information based on our own research, including from spiritual means. Hopefully, listeners will be helped with their own beliefs and will appreciate the psychic insights that add to the previous research and information. We both look forward to sharing this insight and beginning this journey with our listeners. Visit xzbn.net for more information about when to listen.
ExoNation, David Barker is our special guest. And uh, we're talking to David about his new term that he has coined called parascience. And David has a book that's going to be coming out in the very near future. Uh, first of all, David, thank you very much for joining us uh, tonight. Great talking to you. But I'd like to get back, if you don't mind, David, to the nature of why medical examinations uh, in the alien abduction scenario are actually taking place. You know, you mentioned that it's, you know, a lot of them have to do with the sex with sexual experimentation. Uh, it seems that we are, and I'm talking about this planet. Are we some sort of um, sexual supply for the aliens? Uh, yes, we are, because um, I, I believe the these creatures, despite mm-hmm. how advanced they are, uh, when they try to create hybrids between themselves and us, the hybrids are usually sterile. And so that's why over the millennia, they've mm-hmm. always had to keep re- doing the same thing over and over again especially in respect to us. And um, I think I think it's also... I, I'm, I think it's... It, it, sorry, I, I probably... Yeah, it's probably also because um, they want to blend the distinction between them and us mm-hmm. as well, as two as well. And I think the reason being is that it seems in one sense that even though it's centered around our sexual reproduction, they, at the same time, they seem to be targeting the human soul as well. And, you know, at the point at where the human soul, at what point does the human soul become culpable and responsible for its own actions in the eyes of God? And the, in one sense, are, are they, it could be that they're trying, it seems as though they're trying to, that or were trying to create a, a creature or a being mm-hmm. which perhaps could escape judgment. So I apologize for yeah. being somewhat, somewhat religious, but it ha- always seems to point that way. Can you tell us about the amazing insight into UFO manufacturing and, and what you reveal about the entities which use them? Right. Well, one of the, one of the curious things is, um, I suppose is when one, f- as I said, I have a saying which is that which is consistent must be true. Right. And I think w- one of the most interesting things in my research is finding, finding, uh, what's the word, material mm-hmm. from people who are not connected with each other from different part from different countries who were probably separated from by decades, and yet when they report on seeing the same type of object or, f- or phenomenon, and when you see the relationship between all those different various accounts, it creates a perfect picture as to what's really going on. And one of the things I discovered, one of the most interesting things I discovered, is that uh, it that it's... The ins- the amazing insight seems to be that UFOs are actually there are basic models which are produced at some manufacturing place somewhere out there in the universe, and they are made they are customized. So each particular entity might request a particular feature to be added or even taken away or not included in the final design or final build of the particular particular uh, craft. And that's fascinating. I, I, I apologize. I, I found it absolutely fascinating mm-hmm. when I found that. And, um, it's, and it gives us an insight because it tells us, even though most people say that there is usually inside is featureless, but where there is some form of design it seems to reflect a particular flair that the owner of the craft has uh, a, uh, uh, should i say input into the craft to personalize it to suit their own taste so it's just like somebody going to a car dealership buying the base model and then adding uh, other 
other add-ons to the vehicle before they pick it up. Absolutely, yeah. accessories, mm-hmm. and you know, and you know, I want my engine tweaked this yep. way, and I want you know, I you know, I want uh, yellow headlights or something sure. to that effect. So, it, so uh, and I, I was quite surprised because, from generally speaking, most no one would pick up on those sort of things, but when I started to f- f- correlate s- separate pieces of witness reports together which had been separated you know from decades even Mm -hmm. uh it was just fascinating to come across things like that let me ask you a question david if ufos are entering and leaving earth's airspace why do why don't the governments of the world finally admit that yes ufos are real they have been here they are here and there's basically nothing we can do about it the, the, because the public would ask, start to ask questions, and the reason why governments around the world don't want people to ask their questions is because anything that confirms the scriptures will be would challenge the Darwinian theory of evolution, and that's not something that governments are prepared to tolerate. But but yet, when we look at the different religious philosophies in the world and the growth of religious philosophies over the past 10 years, how can, how can any government even think that way? You know, many of the world leaders, they either go to a church on Sunday, a, a mosque on, on Saturday, or is it, I'm sorry, on Friday, I believe, and then you've got the the Hebrew members of governments who go to the synagogue on Saturday. So what does it really matter is if here we've got the Bible, the number one selling book in the world, people believe in a God or a deity, regardless of what the name is. So why lie to the people? Aren't isn't the government causing more harm than good by by lying? Uh, not at all. In fact, um, what they're doing is they're doing it to protect their own. In one sense, they're doing it to protect uh, our understanding of science, and also they're doing it to protect their own f- religious faiths as well. Because if people within, say, should I say, Buddhism mm-hmm. were to were to realise that the Bible is actually true mm-hmm. and or the, or or rather there may be some truth yeah. to the bible and it, it seems the bible seems to have more explanation as to what's going on than anywhere else and anything and anywhere else mm-hmm. people would t- turn it in droves and this is this is something that governments don't want government government predominantly always wants control over its populace and to have their own populace asking questions in which it would affect their relationship with their government and the status quo that's been maintained for decades or hundreds of years even or thousands even is not something governments are prepared to tolerate and for example um you can ask for example you could ask why is it in china Mm -hmm. where the governments know pyramids exist that they will not allow those uh, they will not allow anyone from the scientific industry to, or scientific field, to carry out any form of uh, archaeological um, research into those diggings or research. Into maybe those it's maybe there's maybe there's just a very simple answer that the Chinese government has already done it. They've sent in their own experts, and they don't need to further examine something that's already been investigated. Well, the problem is that doesn't seem to be quite the case. It seems that um, from uh, from what my own understanding mm-hmm. seems to reveal, and I believe you did have a, a wonderful person on before, Dr. Jonathan Gray. Yes. And I, I, I would hope that he would uh, confirm my statement, but it, the Chinese are very quiet about mm-hmm. what goes on. Sure. And in fact, um, they actually, there's a very, what's the word? It is strictly forbidden for anyone from the scientific industry to investigate their pyramids. And I suspect that if those, and I've seen there's quite a lot of them, and I suspect that what might be inside may be very revealing about how true uh, scriptural 
history is in in reciting the events that took place uh, before the flood and, that, and even afterwards all right i can i can agree with that to a certain point but if the government has not opened or investigated the contents of the pyramid isn't it possible that the contents in the eyes of the government may also prove them right and the rest of the other philosophies wrong so what do they have to lose well i that's a very good question i i i still suspect that they would have nothing to lose if that was the case yeah. it would they would make it public if that was the case because then it would emphasize that well you know that Buddhism is true or whatever, Taoism or whatever yeah. oriental faith that's going on. And so they would have nothing to fear then. But if they were to lose control of their populace because they would start to say, question their own faith and their own religion and say, well, look, it seems as though uh, what the Bible seems, it seems as though mm -hmm. that what the Bible has been talking about, what we, which we've heard and has been recorded in biblical histories is correct and the, the science and, and it and that governments have really been keeping us from those truths deliberately i think you the, the governments would fear that they would lose complete control over their over their administration over the control of information and so on and so this is not something that's allowable because remember a lot of religions do not allow the adherents of that religion to leave mm -hmm. um and you, we and and so there would because there would be a lot of repercussions for the country and for the populace if so if such revelations were to come out and also you've got to remember that um uh, we I know for a fact that governments around the world do, where they can, they will destroy anything which confirms biblical, biblical, our, our understanding of biblical history, and uh, so you know, it's, so there's 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 also that side. So I do mm -hmm. apologise. I, yeah. you know, it, it's it's uh, you know because you, if someone who's listening to me will my could. You know, they might think, well, it's just my. It, there's a danger that they could think it's just my opinion, but mm -hmm. I've actually been. I, I'm actually. I actually know these things do happen, and and I've actually have was at. You know, I've, I've actually come across cases where uh, live cases where um, which have been reported in various forums on the internet, where where people have found extraordinary things. And and have reported it, and they were immediately told that they can't make it public. Uh, their lives were threatened, and so on. All and, right. Uh, so I I know these things happen because I've I've seen them happen on various internet forums. Okay, so stand by. We've got to take our final um, four net fourteen minute break here. Exonation. David Barker and I will be back on the other side of this break as we wrap up this hour here in the X-Zone from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. My name is Rob McConnell. Don't go away. Hi, everyone. Rob McConnell here, and I wanted to spend a moment on Internet streaming. Everybody has heard about Internet streaming, but not many know much about it. Did you know the Internet streams just about everything? From new releases to old classics, TV shows, almost every show, every episode, and much more. But the question has always been, how do you do it? Well now, thanks to the folks at 123 Ready TV, I have the answer for you. They have developed a simple program app, 123 Ready TV, that you install on your Windows PC, Android smartphone, or Android tablet that can have you streaming like a pro in less than five minutes. You truly won't believe how much is available or how easy it is to do until you try. And for a one-time cost of only $19.99, this product is a real winner. To learn more about 123 Ready TV, visit our website at www.xzbn.net. 
This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. True healing must address four levels, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual, for us to live joyful and productive lives. We tend to treat three of the four, leaving the spiritual languishing. If you're tired of the same dysfunctional patterns cropping up in your life, soul balancing is for you. Trixie Phelps, owner and founder of Soul Balancing, is a naturally gifted energy healer trained in numerous esoteric forms, including shamanism. Trixie has created a powerful modality that safely and effectively clears your energetic field. A soul balancing session can remove interference, heal trauma, and restore your hope. Contact Trixie for a life-changing long-distance session today, www.soulbalancing.world. There's a legend shared by many indigenous cultures of a time when the nations were cast to the four corners of the world. Each nation was given a body of sacred knowledge that held a different portion of the truth to preserve. True reality could not be known until all the nations reunited, combining the information. If a single one was missing, the world could not be reborn and darkness would prevail. The Science of Magic Radio is dedicated to reuniting the sacred knowledge. With the understanding, none of us has all the answers, but together we can open new perceptions and possibilities. Through our combined vision, the world can be reborn into a place where darkness no longer prevails. Join me, Gwilda Wiecka, and the Science of Magic daily on the Exxon Broadcast Network, xzbn.net, or visit us at thescienceofmagic.net. Exonation, uh, David Barker is our special guest this hour. We're talking about, oh gosh, we've talked about aliens, we've talked about alien abduction, we've talked about uh, demons that are actually being misidentified as, well, I don't know if we can say misidentified as extraterrestrials or aliens. But David, I'd like to ask you, I'd like to ask you a question. Sure. All right. If humanity on this planet is basically a stud farm, to supply the the ETs or the demons with whatever they need for their own reproduction, mm-hmm. why do they allow um, things to happen like droughts, climate control, climate change, um, the depletion of the ozone layer, uh, diseases that eradicate their their crops, and not only their not their crops, but their their sources for their stud farm. Well, I th- it, it may demonstrate several things. It may demonstrate that um, they can't necessarily do exactly as they please mm-hmm. with us, and 
there are a lot of reasons for that, and I'm sure that um, when people realise how maligned they are, one will be under. I think the further one understands how maligned they are, one and how powerful they are, we will quickly come to the conclusion that there is something preventing them from doing all the things that they would perhaps like to do with us. And I would strongly suggest to anyone that it is the existence of God mm-hmm. and that there are rules and principles under which they operate uh, because they don't have the freedom to act in the way they would. Why doesn't God then protect us? No, that, that's what I'm saying to you. He does protect us, and that's what... You, but if he, does, what if he does protect us, and if we are being uh, experimented with and used as a, as a stud farm for negative or demonic or extraterrestrial uh, beings, why doesn't he use his vast power and eradicate them so that they do not have the ability to interfere with this planet any longer? The, the difficulty is, as I said to you before, that um, unfortunately the overwhelming majority of people who are abductees are usually involved in the the occult or some form of esoteric practice mm-hmm. and so god gives god will give people up to their own desires and if people do turn to those sorts of practices then unfortunately being abducted is mm-hmm. one of those consequences and so, you know, people, I mean, I'm sure that people, you know that well saying, you know, that if people uh, sell their soul to the devil, they mm-hmm. can't really be, you know, you can't really be surprised about the consequences. Sure. And so it's what what I found out is that these entities basically are not really allowed to trouble people except those who cross boundaries, I see. certain boundaries. You, you've said, you've mentioned many times that, Uh, you've referenced the internet as a source of your research. Have you yourself ever had an encounter with a demonic entity? Have you yourself ever been abducted? Yes, I've I've been a subject um, of haunting, if that's if that qualifies as an answer to your question. Well, I'm talking I'm talking about the alien abduction scenario. I'm talking about um, you know, actually having an encounter with an alien because uh, this no, is I... what we've been talking about. So would it be would it be safe to say that the research into this aspect of your uh, of your work has been done strictly through the internet? Uh, yes, it has. Uh, I've been basically troll. I usually troll through mm-hmm. people's personal accounts of of very of specific types of. Uh, paranormal mm-hmm. manifestations. But how do you know that these people are telling the truth? Well, as I said to you before, I don't usually. But um, as I said to you before, mm-hmm. um, it's usually, as I said, that which is consistent must be true. And well, what, I, what, I, what I do is I... Well, I can look... I, let me just interject here because something doesn't yeah. is starting not to make sense. For example, you said, what is that saying you have? That which is consistent must be true. Okay. Every December the 24th, people consistently around the world get ready for Santa Claus to make their visits. There is no Santa Claus. The same thing about Easter. The same thing about St. Patrick's Day. The same thing about many other things where that principle applies to a myth. So how can we take people who have claim to have had experiences and and encounters, and just because the criteria of theirs meets with others, how can we actually and honestly say it's true? Well, it's, you know, it's just like, it's the same, I would say it's the same evaluation Mm -hmm. that's used in any court of law, really. And, uh, you know, that, you know, everything comes down to uh, victim or witness testimony. Right, and where more than one agree, then it's usually considered as truth. And I, I would, I would mm-hmm. strongly state to you that when you've got, when you've got quite a lot of people, right, um, over the decades, who or even centuries, who mm-hmm. all, 
make reports of the same form of phenomena or manifestations, then obviously we can only conclude that there must be where all the where all these was this the word dis uh, uh, all these accounts disconnect seemingly mm-hmm. uh, all these various accounts must there must be an element of truth in them where they all consistently agree. How many of these people did you actually talk to or actually correspond with to verify the authenticity of their case? Very few. Usually, I, I, I pre, the reason why I prefer not to get personally involved mm-hmm. with a, a victim is because I believe that their accounts can often be what's the word their accounts can sometimes be uh crumbs Mm, i'm not not incomplete but they might give a particular side of their account and it may not necessarily be absolutely all the details of what occurred i prefer a person to put their thoughts out in writing first to you directly and, and then I, and then i listen to what uh how they respond to people's comments okay so so just, just so just let me get this straight so what you do is you troll the internet for similarities and then you compose compile all the data and based yeah. on the trolling and the data that is accumulated you form the uh, the hypothesis that that the extraterrestrials are demonic and there's a demonic connection and that we're looking at a a sort of biblical uh event not not quite but okay. you uh, you are true you, you are correct about the way I, I do my research. Mm-hmm. I, I do troll the internet and I look for all the similarities okay. and all the things which are consistent and where where uh, I look at how these victims respond to the public when they ask them very specific questions. But I don't. I did not come to the con question. So I did not come to the conclusion mm-hmm. that they're demonic. Usually. The actions, it's usually the actions of the entities themselves and the way they respond to their victims mm-hmm. is blatantly demonic. Uh, and usually these demon, uh, these entities are quite frank about who and what they are to their victims. And those things also are, and that's why I say to you, the book publishers don't really report that to the public and they tell their the victims who write the what who write the books uh, probably not to include that because it would probably not sell as many books as they would like. I would think it would be the exact opposite. Uh, unfortunately, <clears throat> unfortunately, um, I think um, it's, it's very sad to see that when you've got authors like David Ike. Who is who is writing books where that uh, the you know the royal family are all reptilian? Uh, President Bush was a reptilian, and he goes down the list. Yeah, but and the he's very is, he's very successful. He sells a lot of books, you well, know. And then no, there are other he, people who write books about UFOs in the Bible. They're very successful. Uh, well, I I would I don't know about the last point you made, but in respect to David Icke, even though you are correct, he's still mm-hmm. considered. Um, very far outside of human credibility. Most people still seem, think, you know, he's, he, you know, he's um, something wrong with him in his head. And so, th- so don't get me wrong. Yeah. That's not my view. That's okay. just the public perception. And I believe that the, uh, I, I, it, and unfortunately, I've, the overwhelming. It seems my, it seems almost conclusive that the book publishers seem to see things in that way they want to keep you see when they report on ufos and mm-hmm. victims and so on and so forth the experiences they want to keep it in a way and it's in ways it's, it's still mysterious and we probably have to keep looking for answers and maybe one day we'll find 
contact I the see. benign entity that wants to become become. David, we, you public. and I have run out of time, sir. You, we must say so long for now. I thank you very much for coming on the show and for sharing your views with us. Exonation, David Barker has been our guest, and uh, we'll keep you abreast of what uh, David is up to and when his new book comes out. I'll be back on the other side of this break as we continue here in the Exxon with yours truly, Rob McConnell from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. <laughs> 